And when I say sometimes, I mean all the time. I know we got in the bulletin a four-week series about offering. <laughs> oh, goodness. In next week's bulletin, Miss Pam, just take four weeks off. <laughs> you, can't, you, can't, you can't pin God down into weeks. You can't pin God down into minutes. You can't pin God down into three songs, can you? Just wasn't enough, was it? The series is a soothing aroma to the Lord. And let me tell you something. To hear his children sing, to hear his body sing, to hear his, his everything lift their voices to him, that's a soothing aroma. To see his children come, and pray and weep and rejoice and pray and weep and rejoice and pray and weep. That's a soothing aroma. To lay down whatever you lay down right here on the altar, that's a soothing aroma. So take your Bibles and turn to the book of Acts. Chapter 2. We haven't done the offering first. We haven't done the prayer list first. God is, God is going to be instructing over the next however, how long it takes. God is going to be, he's going to be um, giving direction. He's going to be providing a way out. And I've got something written down. I made a note. I actually made it in my phone, believe it or not. Made a note. And am I echoing? Sounds like I'm echoing. Am I good? Okay, thank you. An offering. What is an offering? What is an offering? It's a gift. A gift to God. There's an offering, and then there's an offering to God. But uh, uh, you're right. Uh, a thing offered, especially as a gift or comp contribution. We all have our opinions. We all want to try to assess what's the best way to give to God. Give your heart. But what's the best way to give to God? Do we, do we come up here? Do we pass the plate? Some of us, we're even in question about whether we swipe our card or not. Do we write a check? What do we do? What is the best way to give to God? But before any of those, and we all have our opinions about that. I have my opinion about it. And then as I begin to study and prepare this series or this, whatever you want to call it, about God and what we are, what's a soothing aroma to the Lord, as I began to, God started revealing to me. And even correcting me, even correcting me in my thought process of what I thought should be. As a pastor, I, I try to do what God wants us to do. I try to lead in that direction. But one thing he showed me, and this was so exciting to study, was as I was studying this, God was, and Robert touched on it, the heart. 
status of the heart of the people of God. And, and, and how we are when we're gathered together here today and any other time, when we're together as a body believe, of believers, what are we? Well, we're the church, we know, but we're assembled together. And what is the mindset of the church? So in, in Acts chapter 2, in Acts chapter 2, starting in the first verse, When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. I got an echo going on, something up here. They were all together in one place. Now look at this again. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. Now I've preached on Pentecost before. Maybe you remember it, maybe you don't. But Pentecost, okay, um, this is this is a feast. This is this is basically Pente- Pentecost. This is 50th. It represents Pentecost means 50th. But this is a feast where everyone is gathered in, 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 in the culture of the Jews. Everyone is gathered. It's a feast. It's a feast of harvest. OK. Or feast of weeks. But it's a feast. And when Pentecost came, now we as Christians, we we represent we, we recognize Pentecost as what? Well, the day the Holy Spirit showed up, right? That's how we recognize Pentecost. And we're, we're 100% correct because we're going to read this. But look what, uh, on the day of Pentecost, this is a, 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 a feast, a harvest, where the Jews would bring the first fruits at this feast. The first fruits of what? Yeah, of, of, of theirs. Their labor by their hands, okay, and they're and they're now keep in mind they're bringing these things. Now, when you deal with when you look at this, first off, you have to understand what's going on. When Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place. They were all together. They they, as we do, enjoy being with each other. Yeah, I know we have a group that sits over here, and we have a group that sits over here, and then we have two groups right here. And we'll eventually probably have a group up here. And we may have a group out in the foyer. Who knows? But, but we're still assembled together, united, with a mindset of worship, with a mindset of, of, of love. I don't, you know, uh, there's some people in here that might be irritated with someone else. Sure. That don't mean you don't love them, right? Are there some people in here that maybe no, don't agree with other people? Sure. But that don't mean it stops us from gathering together. Do y'all like everything that I do? Sure. <laughs> Look at verse 2. And suddenly there came from heaven a noise like a violent rushing wind and filled Filled, keep that word in mind, filled the whole house where they were sitting. And there appeared to them tongues as of fire distributing themselves, and they rested on each one of them. And they were all filled, once again, filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in tongues, speak to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance. Now we're going to go back for a minute. There was a violent rushing wind. 
and it filled the whole house. In other words, and when God says filled in his word, he means filled. There wasn't a gap. There wasn't an air pocket. There wasn't anything that wasn't touched by this wind. It was filled. When the Holy Spirit comes in, he's all consuming. He's all, um, he's, he's everything. He embodies everything. Even like if you look at this socket right here on this wall, okay, you see there's a, a gap right here behind it. Guess what the Holy Spirit would have done? He would have filled that gap. He filled the entire house. No one was going to escape the presence of the Holy Spirit of God in this place. You hear me? No one was going to escape the presence of the Holy Spirit of God right here where they're gathered. And then when the Holy Spirit came out and the flames came and they touched and rested on each one of them and, and they were filled, there wasn't anything from the tips of their toes to the top of their head that wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit of God. Okay? So get this. As we're talking about offering, just get this. And when they were filled with the Holy Spirit and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit was giving them utterance, they, they had this abundance of, of power that was all of a sudden on them. An abundance of power that was all of a sudden on them. And I'm going to keep reading for a minute. Now, they, they were Jews living in Jerusalem, devout men from every nation under heaven. And when the sound this sound occurred, the crowd came together and were bewildered because each one of them was hearing them speak in his own language. They were amazed and astonished, saying, Why are, are not all these who are speaking Galileans? Verse 8 reads, And how is it that, that we each hear them in our own language to which we were born? Parthians and Medes and Elamites and residents of Mesopotamia and Judah and Cappadocia, Pontus, and Asia, Phrygia, and Pamphylia, Egypt, and, and, the, and the district of Libya around Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and proselytes, Cretans and Arabs. We hear them in our own tongues, speaking of the mighty deeds of God. And they all continued in amazement and great perplexity, perplexity, saying to one another, what does this mean? But others were mocking and saying, they are full of sweet wine. Now turn your Bibles over and go to verse 37. Now I read all that for a reason. And y'all forgive me, but this is going to be more of a teaching than it is a preaching. And I know we just had this awesome worship service, but I want you to get what's happening here. Because when we start talking about the offering to God, it included what you just did, okay? It included what you just did. Because the Holy Spirit of God, when it touched these disciples, and then they began to speak in all of these tongues, and then people started experiencing all of this, hey, you're speaking Arab? You're speaking, what, what is going on? And all these, and keep in mind, all of these people were gathered. They came up to see this excitement was going on. I mean, imagine if we would had all the doors open and everything, and Speakers playing outside, as Jim has suggested, we, we blast into the community. And, our, you, know, it, you know, people probably will pull up, probably the police, too. <laughs> and they'll come in, and, and, and now what is going on in here? And they'll come in, and what they're going to see is they're going to see a group of people standing around 
with their hands up, worshiping God, singing at the top of their lungs. Greg outside the booth, okay, you know, waving his hands. Lydia in the booth, waving her hands. Nobody's going to be restricted by anything. And they're going to wonder, what is in the world is going on? And then you're going to get on down into the verse where Peter preaches the gospel. And all those who are outside come in and hear it. And then they get to verse 37. And it says this. Now, when they heard this, they heard the gospel. They heard the reason. They heard what this Holy Spirit had done. They were pierced to the heart and said to Peter and the rest of the apostles, brethren, what shall we do? Whoa. How can I be part of what's going on? Verse 38, Peter said to them, repent, and each of you be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. For the promises for you and your children and for all who are far off, as many as the Lord will call to himself. And many other words were he solemnly testified and kept on exhorting them, saying, be saved from this perverse generation. So then those, look at verse 41, so then those who have received the word were baptized, and that day were added about 3,000 souls. Next verse. They were continually devoting themselves to the apostles, teaching and fellowship, to the breaking of bread and to prayer. Verse 43, everyone kept feeling a sense of awe and many wonders and signs were taking place through the prophets. Now, this is where we're going to get into it. In this soothing aroma that we're talking about, in this offering that we're going to be talking about, and this offering that we're going to receive here in a little bit, the Lord wants all of your opinions. He wants all of your good ideas and thoughts put away. And he wants you to do exactly what you've already done. Start experiencing and feeling the sense of awe and excitement of the salvation of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. You see, before the soothing aroma can be a soothing aroma to God, he's got to understand that you're excited and you are in awe of him for what he has done. Before the plate can, can come or before you can bring to the altar whatever it is, he wants you to be in a, a mindset and a heart set of thank you, Lord. You see, before any of this can happen, before I can start breaking down the details in Deuteronomy, before I can start, start breaking down 2 Corinthians chapter 9, before I can start breaking down any of this cheerful giving stuff, he wants you to be in awe of him and the work that he's done. He wants you to be in awe of him. He doesn't want you to have a good emotional day excited about what you but he wants you how many of you when you were standing and you were singing and I know how many of you because I could just hear it but how many of you just couldn't help but praise God how many of you just couldn't help but just Lord I Lord how many of you were just 
You maybe didn't want to do it, but you had to do it because you you couldn't just be contained. When, When you came and you bent your knee right here, how many of you just really just let it go to God? How many of you did that? You see, because here in verse 43, everyone kept feeling a sense of awe. Kept feeling a sense of awe. And many wonders and signs were taking place through the apostles. You see, what never happened here, what never, what never went away, was the awe that they had for God. You see, our, our offerings, now keep in mind, our offerings, what was the definition? A gift, a significant gift given to someone or as a contribution. Because someone came and, 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 and told you about Jesus, and you're like, man, uh, okay, wow, I, I get it. Oh, wow, oh, Jesus saved my soul. Oh, man, I was, I was doomed for devil's hell, and Jesus came, and he saved me. Wow. Wow. I didn't have to, <laughs> I didn't have to do this. I didn't have to do this. I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to do any of that. I just had to put my faith in it. And when they, when they heard it, they said, what must we do? And he said, this. Repent and be saved. They're like, wow. That's it. That's it. That's it. And so the aroma became soothing. You see, Jesus, God doesn't have to be satisfied. He doesn't, he doesn't, we don't have to satisfy him concerning our sin because Jesus did that. Okay? Jesus, that when he came and he stood before the Father and he said, I'm it, I did it. When he did that, God says, yes, you did. Everyone who believes in this sacrifice, everyone who puts their faith in this sacrifice, everyone who, who, who is, is receives the precious gift of this sacrifice will be saved. That was God's determination after Jesus stood before him completely redeeming us from sin and Peter took Acts chapter 2 and preached that message and when he preached that message guess what happened the 3,000 people that heard it and changed their lives and they had their lives changed guess what they did they were in awe that it, it, it they were in awe that it even needed to happen because it came in power and it came in authority and it came with with this this precious understanding that I can never repay him for what he's done. So what did they do? Well, this is what they did. Look, verse forty four, and all those who had believed were together and had all things in common. And they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all as anyone might have need. Now, this wasn't some communal, communal hippie gathering, okay? This wasn't a bunch of people in tie-dye shirts, okay, with long hair and, and you, know, you know, smoking weed and, and, and all this other stuff. This wasn't that kind of situation. 
This wasn't everybody going to, you know, they saw they had as they had need. Keep in mind, this wasn't a situation where, is she amen to me? Okay. It, I'm sorry, I got this trawler here with that. This wasn't that kind of situation. This is a situation where everyone's heart and thoughts and mind, everything was in alignment. And there was no question that there was a need. And they all determined that the need has to be met. But it has to be met according to God's ways. And so what they what did they do? Look at this first off and look at verse 40, 44 again. And all of those who had believed were together and had all things in common. First thing they did, they were together. They weren't they weren't out there flying solo, being a maverick on their own, out doing their own business. They came together as a body like we are together as a body. I got here this morning. Cindy chews me out. Because the mission room is full and not organized. Immediately I stop and say, well, this is a good thing. <laughs> Trying to get her off my back. But she said, it ain't organized. <laughs> Pam is standing there. Yeah, it's a good thing, but it does need to be cleaned up. It's going to get cleaned up. We're going to get it out of there. But the whole thing is, I want you to understand, you're handling, right now God is handling through you the first thing that we need to do, and that's come together. And there's not a person in here that doesn't have a mindset of mission. There's not a person in here now that's not thinking about how can I help and what can I do. There's not a person in here that's thinking that now. So what happened? We all came together. <laughs> that's what they did in this church. They all came together. And they had all things in common. How many of you know now what this church is about? This body of believers is about how many of you know that how many of you know exactly what's going on in this body right now? How many, if you believe that the missions that were that's going on the thought process towards missions everything else is going on if you believe that is and, and you and you know that that's what we're supposed to be doing mission work if you believe that we as Christians are supposed to be doing mission work raise your hand. OK. Now are we perfect. No. But are we are we focused on missions now? The moment you buy a TV and start showing it out there, okay, you're starting to get focused. I'm serious. You're starting to get focused. I mean, you, you, you're gathering, you're looking. But the moment when you have people that are selfishly doing all of these things, bringing dried beans, still bringing clothing for Kentucky, whenever they find a deal, they're buying it, they're bringing it, they're packing shoeboxes, whatever they have to do, collecting shoeboxes, wrapping shoeboxes, all of these things, we're together, aren't we? We are filling this scripture, and all those who have believed were together, right? And we have that thing in common, right? What kind of aroma do you think that's sending to God right now? What kind of aroma do you think that's sending to God right now? Huh? Say it. Speak it. What do you think God is thinking right now? Sweet aroma. It is a sweet, soothing aroma to God to look down at Sulphur Springs Baptist Church and say, wow. Y'all, guess what? This is the second week in a row I hadn't been beating you up. Enjoy it. <laughs> We're doing something right, and God is pleased with it. This is part of the offering that he's excited about. 
This ain't about how much we getting every week from budget to budget. This ain't about that. First thing you need to understand is that you are together. You're filling, you're fulfilling the scripture that has been written about you. I know y'all used to be telling you what you're not doing. And some of y'all sit out there and say, Brother Dave is always telling me I'm going to hell, but he don't ever tell me how I'm not supposed to go, how not to get there. It's like me telling you, you need to be at my house at 3 o'clock, and I don't give you directions. <laughs> now, I ain't going to stand here and tell you that. I'm going to tell you, yeah, okay, if you're lost, yeah, you are going to hell, but I'm going to tell you how not to go. I mean, you know, this is how you not go to hell. Don't turn, don't pass go, and don't collect $200 first thing. Look at verse 45. And they began selling their property and possessions and were sharing them with all as anyone might have need. I don't need this. Let me sell it. Take this and go over here. Are you doing that? Are you doing that? Yes or no? Feel confident about what? I'm not trying to tell you to give yourself any props. I'm just telling you, do you feel like you're doing that or not? Well, guess what the church has started doing? The church has started doing it every time. Hey, when I come back from Kentucky and when somebody comes back from Guatemala, we get shoeboxes together. All we got to do, all Cindy's got to do is send an email out. And guess what happens? Her fingers can't keep up with the response from this church. Praise God. Praise God for the growth. Praise God for the willingness of the people. Praise God. Praise. So understand this soothing aroma thing is happening right now. God is just fine-tuning us. He's fine-tuning us. I may have shared with you the other week, you know, every other Tuesday we have Tuesday night Bible study. And a couple of weeks ago, Brother Kent was there, and we had this real deep, I mean, it gets deep on Tuesday night. Mike's laughing, but it gets deep on Tuesday night. I mean, everybody's head is hurting and all this other stuff, and it gets deep. And I may have said this, I'll say it again, though. Brother Kent Wiggins was sitting there, when we got done, he kind of just pushed back on the table. He said, man, coming in here every other Tuesday is like jumping off a moving freight train. <laughs> he said, it just, you just don't understand how much it's just giving you. Well, Miss D's there, you know it, right? And she's sitting there, and, and all of us are sitting there. But God is loving the depth because we're getting it. And here's the next thing that happens in verse 46. Day by day, continuing with one mind in in the temple. Now keep in mind, they're still in the temple. Jesus has come. The Holy Spirit has shown up. But guess what they are doing? They're still going to the temple. They're still worshiping. They're still serving. But day by day. You see, that's where we're going, y'all. We got to get to the day by day. You see, so our hearts, we're, we're together. We're coming together. We love each other. We hug on each other. I can't get y'all to stop talking when it's time to preach. Can't get y'all, John can't get y'all to stop talking when it's time to sing because y'all are just busy. Y'all. Hey, you want, and when, when this church breaks, when this church dismisses today, watch what happens. Won't nobody leave. Who's the deacon of the month? Who's the deacon? Mike is. He wants to go eat. (laughs) But we're in such awe and sense of being together, he's got to start flipping off lights. And you know Mike ain't going to come to you and tell you to get out. 
Don ain't going to come and tell you to get out. Jason will come and tell you to go. Okay? <laughs> it's time to go. But he's not going to do any of that. But why is that? Because we are still fellowshipping. We are still worshiping. We are still serving a living and true God. And we enjoy being. And then guess what? When they tell us to go out, they're happy as long as we get outside the building. Then we stand in the parking lot. Can't nobody move there. Can't nobody move. Well, unless Miss Jean's here, she starts her car up. Then everybody moves. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there went the engine here comes the exhaust oh, look out everybody here she comes but we're standing around we're kind of moving you know kind of navigating trying to get out everybody's hungry but we're still here you know day by we're, we're there on Sunday we're getting it on Wednesday night we're getting it even on Tuesday they still are here everybody's still here day by day continuing continuing with one mind in the temple and look at this and breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart. That's the first part of receiving aroma to God is how we are relating with each other and how we are worshiping with each other. When we were singing shout to the Lord, when we were singing shout to the Lord, how many of y'all were singing I Fly Away? No, yeah, who, who's, who was, okay, when we were singing in Christ alone, how many of y'all were singing what? Victory in Jesus. How many? Nobody, see? If you raise your hand, we're going to have a hard talk. <laughs> but get this. This whole mentality. As we learn about how to offer to God. Don't put a notch in your belt yet that you, you've arrived because no one's arrived. But understand you're headed in the right direction. And, and, and this soothing aroma to God, this soothing aroma to God, is not going to be the blood of a bull anymore. Okay? It's going to be us with one heart and one mind Day by day. I'm not, now, keep in mind, this is not me telling you that you got to come to every other Tuesday night Bible study. Even though we're having fun and it's open. This is not me telling you you got to come every Wednesday night. This is not me telling you you got to be here every Sunday night. But guess what has to happen? Because, you know, when I'm not here, I'm at work doing something. Guess what's happening? Cindy's calling me. Well, so-and-so is wanting to drop off this. What do I do? Well, so-and-so is wanting to do this. You see, that's the mindset. You know, I have to be telling this. Do what? I didn't hear it. It didn't come out with authority. Give me a harumph. Give me a good harumph. There we go. Thank you. Now I want you to get this, and we're done. Day by day, continuing with one mind in the temple and breaking bread from house to house, they were taking their meals together with gladness and sincerity of heart. And then doing this, look at it, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord was adding to their numbers day by day those who were being saved. See, it's not going to be us sticking to some ritual or some, some kind of thing to, to receive an offering. 
It's not going to be that. What you're going to find out over the next few weeks or whatever, however long it takes, is that the soothing aroma God wants is his children gathered together, sacrificing of themselves. We're going to learn some more details. We're going to get some more details. But he's going to want this. With our hearts being sincere, linked together in the bonds of love, and then guess what he's going to do? He's going to tell that person that's looking for someone or somewhere or something, somewhere to serve. He's going to tell them, go to Sulphur Springs because they will welcome you in. They will love you because they're of one accord and one mind. They're not going to put up with any nonsense. Don't go in there trying to start any stuff. Take your baggage, but leave it at the altar when it's open. But don't come in there because they're going to they're going to stand up. Sulphur Springs is going to say, hey, I understand. We're going to get on our knees and pray about this, and we're going to move forward because we have a mission. And it's not about who hurt or who hit John. It is going to be more about how we're going to offer a soothing aroma to God. Okay? Now, as we get ready to close, we're going to do something a little